The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about I hold to the book of the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and there you can see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you miss that, <clears throat> excuse me, if you miss that and you'd like to catch it, you can do so up until 3 o'clock Eastern today, at which time he'll be live in that area right there. On the right side of the page is where we are. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got. Look for the Rumble icon and click on that. You can join us in the chat on Rumble. Got a lot of friends in there this morning, and it's good to see all you guys. Good morning to you. And uh, while you're over there, please subscribe to the channel. The channel is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. If you go to Rumble and just put in Sons of Liberty Radio Live, all one word, that should bring you to the channel. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, please subscribe to the channel uh, for us. And then also we're, we're streaming live over on BeforeIt'sNews.com. BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page, streaming live over there. Over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, um, right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. So you get all of the articles we've done for the day, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com including the morning show archive. So the things we're going to talk about, links and Bible references, all that kind of stuff <clears throat> will be there. So you'll be able to to check that out. Now, I wanted to highlight something else, uh, and I forgot to open it up before because I'm just stuck on what I'm doing. Uh, but we do have these Soldier of the Cross t-shirts 20 bucks. Head over to our store. You can access that from the top menu on sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you if you are on a device that won't allow you to do that, go to thesonsofliberty.squarespace.com. That'll take you to the store. thesonsofliberty.squarespace.com and you'll see the Soldier of the Cross t-shirt and then if you want to combine that with the book Soldier of the Cross, Bradley just put this out, I don't know, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago or something. I got my copy and, and shirt. I, haven't, I actually had my shirt on yesterday. 
Um, the, the book is $10, so you can get both of them for 30 bucks, and uh, you'll have something to read and something to start some conversations with. Uh, so be sure and check that out at the store at sonsoflibertymedia.com. All right. Um, <clears throat> I think that was all I'm posting. Oh, Pastor Artur, I, I, I forgot. I will, I will do my best to have a link up. I, dummy me didn't bring up the thing that I got the other day. And, and because, you know, uh, Artur has been such a, a valiant warrior there in Canada, I do want to give him, um, you know, some help here. Uh, so there are some calls for him to be, I don't know if it's a, if it's a release or, or what's going on, but for whatever reason, I'm not, it's not coming up. I don't, I don't know why, uh, it's not showing up. Anyway, I will see if I can have that in the archive. If not, I'll bring it to you tomorrow, Lord willing, uh, on our Saturday show. So just hang in there. It's, um, but there is a petition on his behalf from people. And I'm sure there's a lot of people in there. I just didn't get a chance to look at it yet, but, uh, I wanted to let you guys know that was going on. Now, yesterday, um, we were talking about the attacks on the second amendment It's that, you know, the new Mexico governor is like just the front and center right now. And by the way, all this talk of impeachment <laughs> of Joe Biden, it's a little late, isn't it? I mean, it's it's great you guys are finally getting around to it. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Uh, I'm going to tell you, you guys know, you listen to me. I didn't think the things that they brought against Donald Trump, even though I'm highly critical of the guy, there was plenty of things they could have brought against him to impeach him that were constitutional, where he violated the law. Clear things, that, but the, but those things are things they wanted happen to happen. The things they brought against him, I, I just didn't see any evidence of it. That's me. I didn't see any evidence of it. But Joe Biden, it, there's a myriad, virtually anything and everything the guy has done has been unconstitutional. In all of his time in office, not just usurping the office of the president. But we, we saw that she's become the face of it. And I got to thinking about this this morning, all of this political focus on Washington, D.C. While what is going on? Do you guys remember when we went through Deuteronomy 28? We make mention of Deuteronomy 28 virtually every week if not every day, as what it looks like when God judges a nation and when he judges his own people, Israel in the Old Covenant. He hasn't changed the way he deals with, with nations, folks. He hasn't changed the way he deals with individuals. From start to finish, God calls individuals as well as nations to repent, to submit to him as king, to follow his law, to obey his commands, statutes, and judgments. That's what he calls them to. He's done that from the beginning. He'll do it to the end. And when people don't obey, there's judgment. Or if you're one of his, there's discipline. There's discipline. And how does that come? Well, it comes in a number of ways. When you read Deuteronomy 28 you see some of the things that God begins to do. It starts out 
you know, not as drastic as it is in the end. And then it builds up. When you go to Leviticus 26, what do you see? You see play out in Leviticus, or you see said in Leviticus 26, the warnings. You see them play out in the book of Revelation. And what was, who was God talking to? He was talking to Israel. He said, these are going to come upon you. If you don't repent, I'll bring it seven times stronger. He does that three times in the book of Leviticus chapter 26. What happens in the book of Revelation? You have three different judgments, right? And seven of the types of judgments are brought in each of those judgments. So he lays it out, what's going on. He tells the people what he'll do. What will come upon them if they are not obedient to him? And the obedience, when you look at it, is not for our bad, it's for our good. And it glorifies God because it reflects his character. As image bearers of God, we're to be the ones who bear his image. That's what we're supposed to do. We've marred it through sin, no question, but we still bear his image. And so what have we seen? We've seen all kinds of attacks on us, but this focus in D.C. Uh, over impeachment and stuff like that, while that's all fine and dandy if they actually are doing something, I've told you what I think D.C. is. I think it's, it's, a, it's a criminal district. I think it needs to be abolished. It's become worthless. It, it needs to go. But everybody's focused in there. Meanwhile, the latter parts of Deuteronomy 28 are happening in our country. The invasion. Many of you have seen the, um, yeah, well, it's, it's like, you're right, Jason, it's like treason. As long as it takes these guys to figure it out, they were calling for election fraud from the beginning, and it's taken them, what, three years to get around to this? Absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But if you take a look at the borders, the invasion is happening. Just like God said it would. And these are the final things. And you're, and you're looking. Oh, my goodness. What is it when God says that the, the foreigner will get up higher over you? He'll be the lender. You'll be the borrower. He'll be the head. You'll be the tail. Is anybody not paying attention to what's going on here? When you talk about the middle class is being destroyed, guess who's doing it? Foreigners. Now, they may be using people who are U.S. people, but foreigners are the ones pulling their strings. Foreigners are the ones lining their pockets. In the case of Joe Biden, all you got to do is look to China and Ukraine, and you'll see what's going on there. And you can find it in virtually every one of these politicians in D.C. being bribed. Not all of them, but the vast majority of them. You can see it. You can see it in how they vote and what they do. Compromised people. It needs to be abolished, just like Thomas Jefferson said. It's become a threat to the people. And they're behind these things I'm going to tell you about. Because they allow them to go on through the means of unconstitutional agencies like the Food and Drug Administration. Or the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. I love how they use these names. 
to make it sound like they're official and they really care about the people. And But they, they get our money and then they attack us. And, and make no mention, they are attacking. The, the people who are attacking us are in our own country. They're not China. Now, China may be funding it. They may pull in some strings and this, that, and the other. But it's the people in our country who are doing it. This is what I was trying to point out about the show on 9-11 the other day. Just because I make mention of the dancing Israelis, and I think they do have a vested interest in what happened at 9-11. They were happy that the U.S. got attacked. you know why? Because we went in and fought some of their enemies. Mm-hmm. We went in and fought some of their enemies for them. But it was our government. There's no doubt in my mind that our government knew what was going on let it happen, if not planned it, handled any participants who were in it. And again, you know, if you listen to our interview that we did with the gentleman, what's his name? I got the book still here. Um, Collerstrom. And he was talking about the 7-7 attack that happened in London and how they set those Muslim boys up for that. And now they're forever be remembered in the media and the people's minds as terrorists, even though they didn't do anything. You kind of wonder what went on here, too. And I'm not saying that Islamic theology doesn't fall into some of this. I, I, I'm not saying that at all. Okay? I realize there are people like in, our, in Iran, some of the Ayatollah and his faithful followers who call the U.S. the great Satan and all this other stuff, and Israel the little Satan and all these things. I get it. In large measure, when you look around us, what has U.S. become? It's become a hell unto itself, hasn't it? Just like the Bible says. So what are some, of the, some more of these attacks? Henry Kissinger said, Who controls the food supply controls the people. Who controls the energy can control whole continents. And who controls money can control the world. Well, what are they trying to do? They're trying to control the food supply. I'm going to show you some of those things today. Trying to control the energy. This is, look, when the U.S. goes in these foreign countries, a lot of times they're going in there to get resources. I mean, if they're going to do it against their own people, look at Clive and Bundy, look at the... Uh, the, the, the family out in uh, 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 Oregon, the Hammonds, those are just two examples in recent years of them trying to gain land for the resources that are in there that are worth probably billions or trillions of dollars. And they're doing it to other people too. But look when we go into foreign countries. We're there for their resources. Donald Trump, God bless him that he didn't start any wars, still left the troops in there in Syria to get the oil. Mm-hmm. Still got the oil. Why should we be going in other countries stealing their resources when God has given our country its own resources? We can handle all that stuff ourselves. We could do that. 
So the latest that's come out here, you guys have heard of the lab-grown meat. I did and 3D printed meat. It's like I just I don't even begin to understand where we start with some of this stuff. I, who comes up with this stuff when God's given us what we need? Oh, but Tim, there's not enough food to feed the world. Then teach the world how to grow their own food. Let me tell you something, Christians. Learn how to grow your own food and go teach your neighbor how to do it. If you ask me, it's part of discipleship. Teaching them how the Lord has created all things and what he has given to us for food. And it's not the majority of the stuff that you see in the grocery store. That's part of discipleship too. It's very practical. In fact, if you go back and you start looking at missionaries, if you guys remember when I went along with uh, John G. Payton, uh, the mission, the 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 missionary, Scottish missionary to uh, the New Hebrides, a cannibal society. And you read stories where he's going through and he's helping them to plant and to grow crops. But you you look at other missionaries who go into other lands, and that's what they're doing too. They're learning the language, and they're working alongside the people. And the majority of that is used in growing food. Because for the majority of them, it's not just about food, it's about their medicine too. That's what they grow. And as they go in there and they do these things, they open up opportunities to spread the gospel message as well. Why? Because the bulk of the stories that Jesus told to express the kingdom of God were what? Agricultural. Hmm. Yes, they were. They were agricultural. And missionaries throughout history have learned this, and they use it when they go into other lands. But now, we say, no, 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 we don't need to learn to do that. We can handle it on our own. We're not going to go with organic. We're not going to go with what the Creator has put in the creation. We're going to try to mimic that with synthetic things, 3D printing meat. You guys probably remember the story that I had on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com where you can buy your own, create your own steak kit. I think the guy was out of Switzerland who came up with it. Guess what your steak's made out of? Your cells. You take your skin cells and you you culture them into a little bitty filet. What? And then they're they're doing the lab-grown meat. The latest, you know, we, we, we saw where they're doing the mRNA in the meat. I think they've been doing it in pork for, for years. Now they're starting to, they're wanting to put this poison and their sorcery into everything on the earth. Literally, they're wanting to do that. They're wanting to poison us. It is a poison. And many people act like it isn't going on, but it is. Here's the latest one. Lab-grown fruit. Uh, Marie Hawthorne at the Organic Prepper, she has a story on this. In 2018, Finnish scientists discovered they could create plant cell cultures 
that were nutritious and delicious according to taste testers and according to what they're claiming here. You got to be careful about when they use the words nutritious and delicious. I'm sure they probably tasted good, kind of like your seedless watermelon, but they're genetically modified. When it talks about nutritious, just how nutritious is it? Is it nutritious as fruits grown on the trees and bushes before you did your little experiment? Hmm. They have produced pleasant tasting cell culture lines that can be added to things like smoothies or jams. They're not at the point yet where they can produce apple slices you could toss in a baggie for a snack, but that is the end goal. And researchers around the world are convinced it's possible. Growing a fruit from cell cultures in a laboratory involves four steps. Multiplication, that's step number one. This is where stem cells are taken from the meristem of a desired fruit plant and then multiplied. Step two, induction of flowering in multiplied stem cells. This is currently the biggest technological hurdle. Step three, induction of fruit production. This can be done using organic compounds rather than traditional pollination. And step four is growing the fruit. This part consists of providing the growing fruit with the optimal nutrients needed for development. Now, i got to ask a question here. How do, I, how do I say this? When you plant a pear tree, like I have over here at the side of my property. Actually, i got two. I planted a small one a couple, two years ago. And it puts off pears. That one tree every year puts off hundreds of pears. Okay? The scientists who think they know best and this, that, and the other, how many of these things are, gonna, are they going to produce at once? Because you got to culture them and do all that stuff. you got to spread it out because you got multiple. How, how many of those are they going to produce at once? See, there's no comparison. Nutrition. What do you think the nutrition level of these kind of fruits versus the fruits that grow on the tree naturally? What do you think the comparison is going to be? Yeah. You're not going to have the nutrients that you need. I mean, we're already struggling with that due to the soil. And that's why I brought Pete Militich on to talk about his humic and fulvic because it's not just good for the body, it's good for the ground. Those microorganisms eating up the junk they're spraying in the air. And for people who don't understand it, the way they digest those heavy metals and things is not leaving the earth toxic, it's cleaning it up. See, our Creator, if you're not in awe of our Creator, it's because you're not paying attention. The things He has made with our bodies to do and to function and how they interact with the creation, the things in the creation that he has that can take care of the vast majority of the problems that we face right now. It's, it's, it's incredible. I stand in awe of the one who made all things, both visible and invisible. And yet man wants to mimic that, not organically, but synthetically. And that's what all this stuff does. Back to what Marie has here on the fruits. 
These projects involve cell culturing. Lots of foods like to call themselves lab-grown for the novelty factor. Scientists tout the cosmic crisp apple as being lab-grown because the original development took place in a laboratory. But cosmic crisp apples are grown on trees, outdoors, in the sunshine, just like any other apple you'd eat. That's not what we're talking about here with truly cell-cultured fruit. The technology for this is quite advanced, and so far, scientists have not been able to come up with anything that actually looks like a piece of fruit. I got to tell you, the, the lab-grown meat and the 3D-printed meat doesn't look like meat either. It doesn't look like it either. The ultimate goal is to grow edible parts, only pieces of fruit. So apples without cores, citrus without peels, and so on. Given the technical difficulty and expense in development, you may wonder why bother? There's a big population that has an ethical problem with killing animals for food, but the group of people with moral qualms about plucking an apple from a tree is vanishing small, vanishingly small. Yeah, I don't know anybody that has a problem with picking an apple off the tree. I know a lot of people who have a problem planting trees. They whine and complain about the overpopulation of the earth, which is nonsense. But they won't get out and grow their own food. In fact, I had somebody give me an argument about that. It says, well, Tim, you got 10 kids. You know, if, every, if, you, if everybody would do that and then they learn how to grow and everything would be fine. Yeah, well, then why don't you start teaching them? Again, part of discipleship, simple little thing here. Simple thing men did for thousands of years. And today, hardly anybody knows, the vast majority, know how to plant a seed in the ground and get it to grow and produce fruit. Go get your, go get your, your, your typical city slicker out there. They don't know. They don't know. Even some of the country people, suburb people, they don't know either, sadly. And if you don't know, that can be used against you to create fear. Oh, there's going to be a shortage of food. Well, I don't have to worry about it because I got a garden, I got an orchard, I got a vineyard. I got chickens or I got goats or sheep or whatever I got. You see how that works? When the Lord has blessed you there and you know he's done it. And I think this is one of the things about an agricultural society. When you know he's done it. Yeah, you went out there and did work. I'm not saying that you didn't go and plant seeds and water it and pull the weeds and do all that stuff. But ultimately, it's God who gave the earth, that gives the nutrients to the plants, that cause them to grow. He's the one who brings the sun. He's the one who brings the rain. He does it on the righteous and the unrighteous. And that's why we can look to him and why we should look to him when we sit down and have a meal that's produced from the ground, from the earth, and give thanks to the one who made all things. To our Father in heaven. We should give thanks to him for those things. But man is like, nope, let's see if we can play God here. Let's see if we can make our own fruit, our own meat, our own vegetables. And then let's just distort it really bad by putting these poisons in that we think, that we tell you are safe and effective, good for you. They'll keep you from all kinds of things. Bad things. Yeah. Doesn't work like that, does it? 
this doesn't just apply to the fruits. Again, this goes to the meats. And the injections of these mRNA sorcery, that's what I call them, into the meats. They're, they're poisons. And they're trying to do it. We've, we've, got, we've had the story uh, here on, on the meats. We've had the story here on the lettuce where they're wanting to put it into lettuce, for goodness sake. Oh, friends, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you got to get, it's crazy what actually is going on. Uh, I was going to bring up this because if you're wondering, I took and I wanted to add, by the way, if you want to call in and you can add to the conversation, 803-619-9855. I've got the, the phone line open. I've forgotten to put that up there. But, you know, th this is why I, I've told you guys about a number of things that I find that I share with you. Uh, one of those is about seeds, heirloom seeds. It's a big deal. Um. You want to go to heavensharvest.com. They got a little bucket of heirloom seeds that you can get for next. I mean, it's very cheap. You use promo code Tim, you can get free shipping on it. So you can get it for the price of the bucket of seeds. And we got one. It's just a little bucket like this, but all the seeds are packed separate individually. And you know what they are. You got you need to start planting your own things. Even if you do it inside, even if you buy you one of those cheap little you can buy a really big, cheap uh, greenhouse, a really big one, you know, with the hoops and you got the material over it and this, that, and it does. It's not that pretty, but it's effective. You can grow your own food on your own property. But this is why we, we've offered the issue for the meats. You want to find out more about that? You go to allusamadeproducts.com. Put in your information. I'll call you. I'll call you. Not somebody else. I will. I'll talk to you about that. We've got, we've got meat with no mRNA, no hormones, no antibiotics in them. If that's what you're looking for. If you don't care what they sell you at the grocery store and you don't know what's been put into it, well, then just keep on your merry way about that. But if you are concerned about it, and these aren't the only options that you have, but if you're wondering, why, why is Tim having these things? I'm having it because I know these things are important. I know they're important. But again, here we are with MRA lettuce. Manufactured meat. And then on top of that, what are they giving us? Climate change. <laughs> Now, there's no doubt the climate changes. You stay here in South Carolina, there's an old saying that says, well, if you don't like the weather today, just hang around for 24 hours and it'll be different. If we get snow, we get rain, we get hail, we get hot, humid, nasty days, we get beautiful fall weather. You just get, you get a variety here in the South. You really do. The, the climate changes with that, but this drastic change that they're talking about, does, it's not occurring. Global warming. Go back and listen to Al Gore. It's a ploy to make money. The guy is a billionaire. <laughs> spreading lies. Spreading fear. That's what he does. 
The intent of the Sons of Liberty is not to spread fear. It is to inform you, yes, but it is to give you hope. It is to point you in the right direction. And many of you are farther along on this path dealing with food than I am. You've been doing it for years. Praise God for that. You're just along for my little educational journey, okay? And I confess that. I, you know, there are things, I'm glad. I'm 54. I'm still learning things every day. Still learning. Happy to learn. Want to learn. Want to learn and be practical with it. I want to put it into practice. Because knowledge just stuffed up in your head makes you puffed up. It makes you puffed up. But knowledge put into practice is wisdom. And that's what I want. I want to I have wisdom. And I want you to have wisdom too. So now they're pushing the climate change agenda again. It's already been exposed as a hoax. And I'll tell you, a lot of this heat and the things that we're having created, I think they're, they're the result of government weather manipulation. That's what I think they're, they're the result of. Just like these fires that are going on, we see the evidence that government is behind it. We see it. It's not like it's even a question. We've got, we've got them captured on video starting the fires. We've got evidence of directed energy weapons starting fires. Not just here in the U.S. either. All over the earth, they're doing this stuff. All of that's going on. And then we have stuff like what we were told about yesterday with the attacks on the right to keep and bear arms. It's, I mean, it's absolutely incredible the links that these people are willing to go in what they're doing. We talked about the New Mexico governor and what she's doing. Uh, we also had uh, an issue with regard to um, gosh, who, uh, Gavin Newsom in California. The Biden administration has been pushing all sorts of gun confiscation laws. And that's what they are. They're pretended laws, but they're gun confiscation. They're not gun control. Meanwhile, they leave the guns that they say are weapons of war and need to be off the streets. They leave those guns, the weapons of war, in the hands of their agents. The thin blue line. I'm sorry if you're offended at that. I'm just telling you what they're doing. You need to understand. No, you don't need to stand under it. You need to stand above it. You need to realize what they're doing. And who they're using. And who their propaganda is enhancing, building up, protecting. That you can't say anything bad against them. This was something I meant to bring up on the 9-11 show when we were doing the Dancing Israelis. There is a group that you can't talk about in the United States. And that's the state of Israel. Even here in South Carolina... They, they passed a pretended law that says, if you're a South Carolinian, you can't boycott the state of Israel. Now, this is based off of the, the squad stuff and other people wanting to boycott Israel for various reasons and all. Listen, <laughs> boycotts 
are part of freedom of assembly. Boycotts are part of freedom of speech that's supposed to be protected. But listen, those are only words on a piece of paper that do nothing to protect us. They're only words on a piece of paper. And words have never stopped tyrants and criminals. Never, ever, never, ever. They are just simply there as the plumb line to show when you cross the line. And our politicians down at South Carolina State House have crossed the line. And, and, and so is the governor in signing it into law. They've crossed the line. They have no right to tell us who we can boycott and who we cannot speak out against. No right at all. They have no authority to be doing that, but they're doing it. And they're probably doing it in some other states too. I'm, I'm, I'm almost sure that they're doing it. Anti-Semitism is what they call it. Nonsense. We're being told that an Antichrist state is an ally of us. Now that may be true now, since we went full Antichrist here in the United States, and our government's become a beast unto itself. But make no mistake, they're not our friend. They're really not. Oh my goodness, I should, I should actually play this. I, I didn't mean to get off on this part here. It was just something that came to mind while I was talking with the other stuff. But I came across this video here that was... Uh, out, by the way, by the way, for you guys who are interested, um, and I'm just throwing this in here right off the top of my head. I'm, I'm sorry about this, but it just it came to me. I did get up on my personal Rumble channel... Kate's speech and Dr. Lee Merritt's speech from Red Pill Expo. So if you want to check those out, you can. I'm going to probably have them in an article a little bit later. But that's those are one of the top ones there on my Rumble channel. But I came across this video the other day. And it was actually out of Israel. And I just, I'm, I'm kind of tossing this in the middle. But it just kind of hit my mind. So I wanted to play it. Yeah, I can play it here. All right, so this runs about a minute. This guy is an Israeli and he's talking to a Christian, okay? And I'm gonna to have to probably let pause. Me just, before you continue talking, you're gonna to to... Hang on a second. Let me let me back. Let me just... uh, Rumble wants to do its own thing here. Um, he's talking to a Christian, and I want you to listen to what he says to the Christian. This is an Israeli, and don't think there's not a lot of, more of them there because we've heard the stories of when people become Christians there, they get attacked. They get attacked by the. Uh, the, the military part of that. What is it? The IDF? Yeah, the IDF. Many of them go around and, and harass Christians. Listen to what this guy has to say. Before you continue talking, you're going to go to jail. Because the police here, 99% conviction rate. Shut up. We don't do anything illegal. You cannot take us to jail. If you are not involved, please go. Shalom, my friend. We bless you. You're in my country. You come to the United States, you can say whatever you want to say. That is the free world, yes? You're not in the United States. You're in Israel. I understand. You can say whatever you want to say here. Yes, you can. It's legal. It is legal to preach about Yeshua. We preach at Damascus Gate. The police said it's okay. We preach at Jaffa Gate. The police say it's okay. Please stop. I respect you. Respect me. You see, the IDF is here too. 
That is the right thing. Are you Jewish? Do you want to honor God? That is the godly thing to do. We respect one another. The godly thing to do is to kill you. The godly thing is to kill me. That's right. That's what the Torah says. The Torah says to kill us. The Torah says that people who worship idols such as yourself, when there is a Sanhedrin, to kill us. Yes. Okay. That's what the Torah says. So we know how the Jewish people feel about Christians, yes? That you Christians discriminate are, against Christians. Christians are idol worshippers. You discriminate the against Torah Christians. The Torah says that Christianity is idol worship. Let me okay. So, the Torah does not say that Christianity is idol worship. It doesn't. In fact, the Torah points to the Christ. Oh my goodness. And this guy, sitting here, has a hard time with that. I'm sorry that's off the off the topic, but people need to hear that. And you need to hear that people in their government think like this too. Go look. If you think Israel is somehow affiliated with the modern state of Israel is somehow akin to Old Testament Israel or the Israel that's in the Old and New Testament, the church or the ecclesia, you're sadly mistaken. You need to understand exactly what it is. Go look at their Supreme Court building. Tell me that isn't all wacky New World Order looking stuff with the pyramid and the walking down on the cross and stepping on it. and all. Go look at the pictures on that. And you tell me that those are God's people. That's not God's people. You find God's people who love the Lord Jesus Christ and who love their fellow man and who love the Father. And their fellowship is with the Father and with the Son and with their brothers and sisters. That's the real Israel. But this is, this is what many mindsets are. Not all. Not all people in that society are like that. But you get these people like this and they'll tell you exactly what they think. And here we are being silenced in the United States on behalf of people like that. You see what I'm getting at? All right. Here's another attack. And this stems off of the one we had yesterday. This comes from a Chuck Baldwin. And uh, interesting, interestingly enough, here's what he has to say. Going off the Israel thing, I wasn't even trying to make the, the connection here. But he says, I reported on how Joe Biden signed a Stalinesque gun control executive order banning the private sale of firearms at gun shows. Well, he has no authority to do that. And the gun shows should tell old Joe where he can shove his executive order. That's what they should tell him. And then all of the men who are supposed to be part of the constitutional militia should protect those gun shows against any feds, any local police, anybody else who are coming out to shut them down. Oh, Tim, that's a little radical. It's going to get violent. Do you think for one minute that this is not going to get violent? I said protect them. I didn't say go on the offensive and go blow up buildings and stuff. I never said anything like that. I said protect them. That's defense. That's what the Second Amendment is about. Defense and the militia necessary to ensure the security of a free state. Don't talk to me about your Second Amendment while you're plinking or you're doing your NRA gun shows and all this other stuff. Tell me about it when you step up and you have to bring the guns to defend your neighbors, to defend your community, 
to defend a business that's going to be shut down because they, they won't go along with a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate or any You show me that, and then I'll believe that you believe the Second Amendment is what it is. He goes on and he says this, The socialist, fascist, Zionist, globalist elite, just combines all of them in one thing, know that the only thing standing in the way of their demonic goal of world domination is America's Second Amendment. Take away the Second Amendment and the commitment of millions of Americans to maintain fidelity, their God-given right to keep and bear arms, and this nation would fall into the hands of the wicked global elite like ripe fruit. They're pretty close to that now. They're, they're pretty close to that now. Should that happen, you will kiss your cash goodbye. You'll say goodbye to your freedom to travel, your freedom to work without a government license, your freedom to worship in an unlicensed government church, your freedom to own private property, your freedom to redress government, your freedom to speech, uh, freedom of speech, your freedom of independent thought, even your freedom to nurture and educate your own children. Should your arms be taken from you? He says, the woke agenda that dominates the government, uh, governmental corporate world has already started the process of claiming authority over America's families and their children. We've seen this for many years, largely through, quote-unquote, child protective services. I love how they, they give those names that sound good and wholesome, and we, we have ideals that we want to protect children, and then they kidnap them, and they traffic them, and they sell them in adoption services, and they do all this kind of stuff to families that don't deserve that. Now, I'm not saying that some families aren't mistreating and abusing their kids, okay? But I can tell you as somebody who has dealt with CPS for over nine months every week in my house that they don't get the cream of the crop people to come and do the job. They get people who come in who will do what they're told. Despite the fact they don't even know where their own kids are half the time. They don't educate their kids. They're not with their kids. No, they're running into everybody else's family telling them what they should be doing with their kids. Even those who educate their own kids, those who treat their own kids, and I'm talking about health-wise, those who love their kids. And California courts have ruled that the state can remove children from their parents if the children are said to want to transition and their parents are against it. The state's going to be on the side of some little child who probably doesn't even know how to put their underwear on the right way in California. But they're, they're, they're willing to go along with them and start hormone therapy and cut parts of their bodies off when they're prepubescent. Oh my goodness. California State Assembly on Friday approved a bill redefining the health, safety, and well-being of children to include gender identity or gender expression. Critics say it will enable the state to seize children who have quote-unquote transitioned without the approval of their parents. The parents don't want that. They're trying to correct their child, or maybe not. But nevertheless... The kid goes on in what they're doing, and the state says, we got a right to come in there and take your kid. We'll just help them in their depravity and their delusions. If you won't be a parent, we're going to be their parents. 
Assembly Bill 957 was adopted with a vote of 57 to 16 and sent to Governor Gavin Newsom for signature. It amends Section 3011 of the Family Code to include a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity or gender expression as part of the health, safety, and welfare of the child. This is... the Oh, my goodness. The government has no business in this at all. None. Health is not the responsibility of government. It is the responsibility of you. You are responsible for your health, not government. And you're responsible for the health of your children, not government. Family courts use the health and well-being standard to make decisions as to which parent gets custody of the children in divorce disputes or in cases in which the parents have their children taken away by the state due to abuse or neglect. That is our duty as parents to affirm our children, State Representative Lori Wilson, a Democrat from San Francisco Bay Area, said in a speech on the assembly floor. She's just as delusional as the rest of these people. State Senator Scott Weiner, you got to kind of... You almost wonder if that's a pun. A fellow San Francisco Democrat, I think he's a, I think he's a sodomite too, co-sponsored the bill. He was behind the 2022 Trans Refuge Bill, which gave immunity from other state laws, states' laws to minors seeking gender-affirming care in California. Now, the Bible tells us very clearly that parents are to educate their kids. First, the parents have to be educated. The commands of God have to be in our hearts, Deuteronomy 6. His commands, His statutes, His judgments. We are to teach them diligently to our children. And instead, moms and dads have turned from that. They have sent their kids off to the state indoctrination centers we call public schools. And they wonder why they come out statist. They wonder why they come out leaning towards whatever they're leaning towards. In many cases. They wonder why their children are subjected to to the teachings of Islam. They wonder why their children are subjected to all this pornographic literature in the schools and in the libraries. They wonder why their, their, their kids are being put through this whole transition, this transdelusional stuff. It's because you're giving them to the enemy. You might as well just walk up and stick them in the arms of Moloch. I mean, that's what you might as well do because that's what you're doing. They go to school and they learn everything, math, history, geometry, geology, biology. They learn it all apart from the Creator. The Creator has no connection to any of it in the public indoctrination centers we call public schools. He has nothing to do with it in their teaching, in their worldview. It's just kind of happened. All this stuff is just from nothing. What's even worse is not just these governors who should know better, like uh, Ms. Grisham out there in New Mexico, or Gavin Newsom in California, It's the companies. This one's going to get some of you guys because you probably have one of these. And by the way, any of you guys remember the whole Yeti fiasco and people were blowing up their Yetis because they supported this, that, and the other? Or recently, the Bud Lights. People had had Bud Lights and they went out and they just shot it and all. It's like, didn't you pay for that stuff? How is that hurting the company? Well, it's just showing my disgust. Well, I think it's kind of stupid. I'm just going to tell you, if you paid for something, go ahead and use it. Then quit buying it from them if you want to protest. That's fine. But it just seems kind of stupid to me. Don't do this with the safe. Keep your safe, okay? Baldwin points out, the Liberty Safe Company. My understanding is they make one of the best safes around, gun safes. 
As with so many major corporations, Liberty Safe has joined in with the tyrannical anti-Second Amendment forces. Doesn't that look like you're, like, I don't know, biting your own hand? (laughs) You make gun safes, for goodness sake. Uh, They join with the tyrannical anti-Second Amendment forces and government against the freedoms of the people. Here's the story. Liberty Safe willfully granted the FBI backdoor access to one of its customers' gun safes because the federal law enforcement agency demanded it. Just they demanded it. No warrant, no probable cause, anything. The feds called the manufacturer of his Liberty gun safe and got the passcode to get into it, all for the protesting at the Capitol over two and a half years ago. Conservative YouTubers the Hodge twins alleged in a post on X on Monday. Nathan Hughes, the 34-year-old owner of the compromised Liberty gun safe, was arrested at gunpoint and charged last week with one felony and three misdemeanors related to his presence in the U.S. Capitol building on January 6, 2021. During the raid on his home, the FBI ransacked his house, attempted to confiscate the firearms from his safe. Liberty confirmed on Tuesday that it gave the disgraced federal law enforcement agent. They're not law enforcement agencies. They are thugs. They are a gang of thugs. That's what they are. A combination to break into Hughes' gun safe simply because the FBI produced a warrant to search Hughes' home. Oh, they did have a warrant here. Sorry, forgot about that. Safe companies like Liberty are not necessarily required to comply with law enforcement requests for combos to break into one of their purchased products unless a court orders them to do so, which they didn't have. They did have a search warrant. They didn't have any kind of thing demanding that Liberty do that. Not all gun safe companies readily hand over access to their customers' products, even if law enforcement demands it. A spokesman at Fort Knox, a national gun safe and vault company, told the Federalist his company would only divulge safe combinations to law enforcement if a court specifically ordered it or a search warrant specifically named his company. He reiterated flatly that his company would never do what Liberty did without a court order. Sounds vaguely similar to what Facebook did during the whole Bundy Ranch stuff and the thing out in Oregon, where they just dumped gigabytes, maybe terabytes, I don't know, of raw data to to the feds to use against those who are protesting. And by the way, any of you guys who liked their posts, liked their pictures, wrote a comment, you were contained in that data too. No search warrant. No demand from them to do it. Facebook just did it. Liberty Gun Safes, same thing. Guys, they are attacking us at all angles. We're going to have to get together. Again, I call on the men. Get together in your communities. You need to be forming up your posses there. Your militias. Largely, this is going to be informative. But should the need arise for you to be on the defensive against these thugs who want to come in your neighborhood and reign tyrannically over you, you have the means to do so. Bradley be with you at 3. We'll see you in the morning with Kate Shimrani, bright and early, 8 a.m., Lord willing. Adios. Adios.